Have you realized that when you relax, when you really, really let go and relax into the most exquisite deep state of being, for example, when you do a meditation or when you listen to beautiful music, when you really relax, when you really let go, the body tends to straighten, tends to take up more space. When you look at a child sleep, they will sometimes have their arms and legs open wide to the sides and simply take up a lot of space and really, really relax. The mind does the same thing. Maybe the whole system does the same thing. When we let go of tension and even problems that we're thinking about in the mind, when we're letting go of all the agitation and the wanting and the needing and the running away from and the projection, when we let go of that, we give our system time to relax back into its natural, healthy size. And when we learn to do that sufficiently, the body can rejuvenate, the mind can be fresh. That's what we call sleep, right? <laughs> the mind enjoys sleeping. The brain enjoys sleeping. And we have a clear start in the morning when we wake up. What if this can be also a spiritual process? What if the spiritual process is nothing but letting go of old tensions and projections and things going on in the mind and the reactions that belong to yesterday's event, events and experiences. What if we let go of them, of the reactions, so that we are settling back into ourselves once more So that the new day comes, or the new moment after the meditation when we open the eyes and the world looks fresh. What if every moment the world looks fresh, we just don't realize it because we are busy reacting to something that has been happening yesterday? What if the freshness of the moment is never hidden whether it's just in plain sight and we are playing pretend in our mind and in our body and in our system that yesterday has some impact on the now. Because of some mechanism, 
that we don't understand and maybe we don't have to understand but we can intend to come back home into our own true self into our own nature into our full size into our full capacity of being ourselves simply being ourselves yesterday somebody told me you're too tall okay that's their judgment that's them speaking out their mind too tall for what depending on the person and my relationship with them I could try and shrink, make myself smaller so as to make them more comfortable. <laughs> Or if I don't like them, I could make myself even taller if I could and look down on them from further up. <laughs> you're to this, you're to that. And depending on the relation that we have with a person or with a thing, <laughs> Our reaction comes. So our, rea our reaction depends on how we judge the situation and how the relationship is between us and the other. So our relationship determines, together with the experience, how we react, how we judge, and how we become. That's the natural way things go. When something bad happens with a child, the child says, I don't want that. I don't want to fall down and hurt my knees. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be punished for something I did. So the child feels that what's happening to them is bad. And they will make a face. And they will show it with their whole body posture and their tone of voice. But then in the evening they go to bed, they fall asleep, maybe they say something like, that was bad, <laughs> just to say it once more. And then they forget about it and they fall asleep. And in the next morning, it's gone. The experience is gone. Nothing more to say about it. No more thoughts to have about it. Simply a new day, a new dawn. A fresh start. It is true that things that we practice, we get good at. And things that we put our energy into, they grow. And if we put our energy into a certain thought process, that thought process grows and it becomes more stable. So after a while, we wake up and the thought process is already there. Because we put our energy into it, we created the thought process. For example, parents that repeatedly say, you're this, you're that. 
this. They tell us every day and we believe them because they are our parents and our relationship is we better believe them because they explain us how this world works and how we stay safe in it. So they tell us who we are. And this creates stability in a thought. And this thought then comes up in the morning when we wake up. And some of these thoughts are positive and some of them are negative. Some of them feel healthy <laughs> and true. And some of them feel really heavy and judgmental and not easy going. If somebody tells us something negative about ourselves, we usually fight that. We don't want that. What we don't understand is that by fighting it, we give it energy. And it grows. And if we simply don't think about it, if we simply say, I don't know about that. Hmm. Then There's a very simple thing to understand. Somebody says something negative about us, that means that our system does not resonate with it. Something that is not very loving, not very kind, not very constructive. Our system negates that. That's all we need to know. It's not conducive to our health. It's not conducive to our well-being. So. Our body tells us to reject it. And the only thing we have to do is to say thank you for your input and no, this does not belong with me. So saying thank you means we accept what already exists. The words have been spoken, so we say thank you for your energy. And we mean that. And we take the judgment that we were given and we feel into our system. We shed light on it. We shed our own personal light on it. And if it's valuable, we integrate. If it's not, that's it. There's nothing to say, nothing to do about it. We can simply tell the other person, that doesn't belong to me. We don't give it energy. Uh, <laughs> what we tend to do is we want to get rid of it. We don't want to look at it. We don't dare to shed light on it. We don't want to chew on it or feel it or have it anywhere near our system. But we, all, we already experienced it. We already heard the word. And if we were only willing to, to look at it, without fear, without judgment in and of, well, in ourselves. So if we get a judgment from another person and we take it without judgment, simply feeling it, does it belong to me? Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> and actually, if some negative judgment sticks with us and actually hits some spot, some sore spot within us, then we can say thank you 
again to the other person because they found something within us that is not in accordance with our own best interests. So we are already carrying around thoughts of doubt, thoughts of negativity, thoughts of negative judgment about ourselves. So if somebody says something that somehow creates a resonance within us, that's a valuable insight into our own psyche so that we can let go of the old judgment. And there's a wondrous um, phenomenon that takes place when you sit with this judgment, whether it's new and you hear it the first time or whether it is old and it rings a bell from your childhood or earlier in your life and it's painful, then merely being with that judgment, merely shedding a light on it will dissolve anything that does not belong to us, anything that's not really in resonance with our true self cannot stay within us when our consciousness, when we become aware of it, when we sit with it, when we shine a light on it. In this light, nothing can survive that is not true and real and really belongs to us. Sometimes we have judgments about ourselves that are really, really strong and really, really old and have been practiced almost every day of our lives. If they are negative, if they don't truly belong to us, then the process of looking at new judgments that somehow play into this old thought process that has been there for a long time. It can be, it can take a lot of presence. We may have to conjure up a lot of presence. Spiritual teachers talk about the fire of transformation. The mere presence, the mere willingness of being present with whatever <laughs> arises, even if it has been practiced for 60 years every day. Yes, it has a lot of stability and it has a great strength and it is, it feels real and it feels like it has always been that way and it cannot be different. So this only shows us that our energy truly creates our world and the more we practice, the more we put ourselves into something, the more this thing grows and the more real it becomes. It does not mean that we cannot change it because we created it. By believing the words that have been said, by believing whatever the world showed us to be true, it was our decision, conscious or unconscious, to believe it and to hold on to the thought process. This is who I am, this is who they are, this is what the world is. It was our process. It's our life energy that went into it. And here is something that, that many people don't understand. We don't have to destroy it. 
In fact, it's not possible to destroy it. Our energy is positive. Our energy is light. Our energy is something that creates. So whatever we look at, we create. If we look at a negative thing, at a negative thought process, we create negative thought process. So all we ever have to do is create something that's healthy, something that's positive, something that's releasing the negativity. Release and relax and letting go of yesterday's problems, yesterday's reactions, yesterday's everything. And the moment we don't believe in it, the moment we don't give it energy, it must crumble down. Everything that, that does not have a life on its own, a thought process does not have a life on its own other than energy that we give into it. It's not a plant, it's not an, a living being. It doesn't grow. It only grows when we feed it our, our personal life energy. It cannot, it cannot exist. It will crumble and be destroyed and dissipated like a sand castle. So in the same in the same thing happens when we have something positive going on. When we create a family, when we create a project, when we create art, when we create anything. The more life energy we pour into it, the more life will be captured in it. And anything that you own that's not alive, you will have to tend to it. You will have to clean your house. You will have to tidy up your house. It doesn't do that on its own. It's not a thing that grows unless you put your energy into it, unless you focus your life energy into clean, tidy, beautiful, and so on. The moment you let go, it dissipates. The moment you stop cleaning your house, you will see the dust dissipates. <laughs> it's everywhere. In the same sense, your old stuff from yesterday, your karma, your rem whatever you remember from from your upset last week if you decide that you now think about something positive or you now simply do not waste another thought on that and you truly don't and your mind becomes still then this thing simply stops existing If you dare. Your mind will be able to remember. 
So somebody comes along who was there one week ago and tells you, oh, do you remember that thing one week ago? And you can say, oh, you want to talk about it? Really? It's a new week, huh? <laughs> new things to be explored and experienced. What about them? And they insist on talking about this thing that happened last week. Your mind will remember. And if not, they will remind you of it. So you don't have to worry that if you forget your own pain from last week, that you will not be able to function in the world. Because sometimes other people seem to need us to remember old stuff. But are we truly helping them to remember old stuff? Or do we dare to live today or even in this hour or even simply now? <laughs>